Hey friends, today we are continuing our conversation on solitude. And remember, loneliness and solitude are two different things. So stay tuned. I pray this conversation blesses you. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what he says in his word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know that you have been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. I know. I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus, how he calls them, how he encourages them, how he equips them. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, helping you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I also include a lot of cultural and historical information that makes these familiar passages of scripture really come alive. This is a great study to do with maybe your teen girls or a group of friends from church, and it will really help you gain confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Now, there is a measure of accountability and all that, and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about living for the Instagram image or living for the approval of the people that are fair weather friends or not even colleagues, but just acquaintances or people, you know, in the pickup line at school. Um, We have to disregard what others are thinking of us. And sometimes that goes beyond that. Sometimes, um, especially if we are people that are coming out of toxic relationships or unhealthy relationships, which I spent the latter part of last year talking about this. You can go back and listen if if you care to. If, if we're coming out of unhealthy relationships, um, depending on the health of those around us, as we get healthier and healthier, we kind of climb that ladder. They're either going to climb along with us and get healthier or you're going to leave them behind. And so what happens is when you leave them behind, they start trying to throw rocks at you to try to knock you down because they really want you to be where they're at because there's a whole nother level of loneliness right there. Like misery loves company, we always say. Um, and so what happens is as you continue to get healthier, um, there can be a lot of just nasty stuff said about about you. I mean, if you start setting boundaries and all those healthy things for the people that are not healthy, there's going to be a smear campaign and all that. So we have to just kind of get to this place where we are able to disregard what others are thinking of us. So um, let's think about this. Who Who understands this call to be alone 
or not necessarily alone because we are with God, but away from other people. Well, the world doesn't understand that, um, clearly. And sometimes our Christian brothers and sisters in Christ don't understand that because it's such a counterintuitive aspect of how we live our lives we're constantly connected even um i've been out with friends where we're all out all of our friends are there and we're out on a on a date or or we're out uh with family and everybody's checking their phones my own kids i have to you know we have a rule they have to put their phones away and there's no phones a lot at the dinner table and then um if we have anybody over the phones they need to be hidden if they're out i take them um but but that's a skill we have to be really intentional because the default is really becoming addicted to just constantly being engage. And so not everybody will understand this. And in fact, they will tell you it's a waste of time or it's a waste of money. Um, even when I, when I went, I had to fly, um, that retreat I mentioned that my friend lined up, I had to fly. And I remember people just saying to me, like, you're going without your husband. And I said, yeah. And they said, you're going without your kids. And I was like, yeah, like you're not even taking one of them. Nope. Oh, you're going to get a lot of work done. Nope. And it was hard for other people to understand. And even just that temptation, it's already difficult enough to do it, but that temptation to just give up on the, the idea of it because it feels like a waste of time. I will tell you that investing in a relationship with God is never a waste of time. And it's not selfish and self-centered to pursue Jesus. It's just not. And that's a, that's a lie that the enemy has um, shattered our hearts with, I think, in the sense that if if the enemy can keep us from being alone with God, then we're not going to hear him clearly. And what better way than to keep us distracted all the time, right? So the freedom comes when we start to let go of the opinion of what other people think. And we really start just chasing after, after God's opinion of us. And um, the less we become kind of mesmerized by the human voices, the more we're able to hear God's voice. And that's tricky because we're always bombarded with lots of different voices. And the less we become bound by those expectations that other people have, the more we are open to God's expectations. And so that's really the goal. I want to go through some scriptures because in the scriptures, we see Jesus do this over and over again. And so um, Jesus would frequently seek out solitude. He would seek out opportunities to be alone with God, to refill or to recharge um, or to pray or to just hear more clearly from the Lord. And I think that's really important. Um, we forget that. We forget that through the scriptures, we not only see Jesus laying this foundational example for us, but he also perpetuates that with the ministry with, with the, his disciples. In Matthew 4, um, we see Jesus at the beginning of his ministry go out for 40 days in the desert. That's 40 days. Like I was complaining about four days, like 40 days alone in the desert, no disciples, nothing. And it's not that that's easy. I mean, in fact, that's when the enemy came to Jesus and tried to tempt him. And of course, we know he didn't. But the temptation was there because um, the enemy tries to keep you from pursuing that knowledge of God's voice. But the, at the very beginning, the foundational aspect of, of how Jesus started his ministry was with 40 days of solitude. Um, I think that is 
such a good example for us. Not that we're able to do 40 days, but before we start a new ministry and before we start a new assignment that God has given us to take some time away, to just listen, to, to seek God for his agenda. I think I say this all the time. I think what the temptation is for us is that we want to create our own agenda. And even if it's doing good things, we want to create our own agenda and then we want to ask God to bless it. And instead what we need to be doing is we need to be seeking God for his agenda and then we ask them how ask him how we can help him. It's a whole different philosophy and mentality and way that God has designed us to be dependent on him, even with our vocation or our calling. We're going to stop there for today, friends. Uh, come back tomorrow for some additional thoughts in this conversation. Uh, let me pray. God, I pray that our agenda would always be secondary to your agenda. And Lord God, I pray for forgiveness in the ways that we have not done that, in the ways that we have ignored your agenda because of our own. And even sometimes when we are caught up with the ways that we're serving you, perhaps we're doing it in the ways we want to serve instead of the ways that you've called us to. So Lord, I pray for clarity on that. I pray for wisdom. I pray for discernment. I pray for obedience in the areas that you're calling us to obedience. And Lord, I pray that as we continue to have this conversation all week, you would help us to understand the ways that solitude helps us to clear our hearts so that we can more clearly hear yours. Lord, I pray for my friends today that you would draw them to this place where they crave a closer relationship with you, that they could hear you more clearly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. Hey, friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.